the volume. The Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco podcast is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. This is why I love betting on the FanDuel Sportsbook. It's America's number one sportsbook for obvious reasons. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. Fast payouts in as quick as two hours. Are you kidding me? And do you see these same game parlay bets? Not to mention the live betting. Just a gorgeous platform all the way across the board. FanDuel is making it easy for everyone to bet this season with a bunch of promotions that they will be sharing all season long on my podcast. You can't miss it. We're talking about risk-free bets, same-game parlay bets, enhanced odds, markets, and more. That's boosted odds, baby. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code MONACO. So they know I sent you. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 Arizona. 1-888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org forward slash chat Connecticut. 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com forward slash RG Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Michigan, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789, Tennessee. Visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. It's Wednesday, Hump Day edition, sports gambling with Moneyline Monaco. I'm your host, Alex Monaco. We're diving in, sleeves rolled up, March 2nd. You can smell the madness in the air. And we're bouncing back, really. Bouncing back. Because you live by the Dustin Hoffman hook, you die by it. I just want to take a quick second. So I was on Mavs minus five and a half yesterday. Brutal, brutal Scotty Van Bad Beat. This is the benefit, especially if you're a West Coast listener. If you're all in, and of course you got to be in a legal FanDuel state, but if you're all in on these NBA bets, you can get better lines when the lines open up late in the evening, the game, the night before the game, or even early in the morning. This Mavericks line opened at minus three and a half. It closed around minus five and a half, even minus six. Either way, that game was a seven-point lead. Braun had no idea that his meaningless dunk cost betters a win versus a loss. And this is the NBA for you. It is that close on some nights. Same thing with the Hawks plus six and a half. They were dominant in the first half against the Celtics. Another benefit there from a live betting perspective. If you felt like the Celtics were going to come back, which they did for the second time against the Hawks in the third quarter specifically, you could have gotten the Celtics at around plus 200, plus 220 on FanDuel. They end up covering the original 6-5, beat it by a point and a half. This is the NBA for you. Game of runs as it is in the win-loss column. But we will dial in today. I love my picks. Again, follow me on Moneyline Monaco social media or Alex Monaco 
on Twitter. Let's dive in. Lock of the day. Here we go. Heat Bucks at Milwaukee. This is a tough call, but when it's a tough call, you sometimes feel it in your gambling gut that it's the right call. Heat plus four and a half on the road. I got to take it. I have to take it. Two wins this season already against this Bucks team. And I'm seeing Milwaukee for what... Not that great defensively. And this Miami team, top three in defense, has been top five defensively in that category in points against all season going against this Bucks 16th D. Now the Heat, when they are an underdog of at least three and a half points, which I love tonight at four and a half, they're eight and three against the spread. Nine and five is a road dog overall. Let's not get it twisted, people. This Milwaukee Bucks team as a home favorite is not covering. Now, they smoked the Hornets, and I spoke about that being a great bounce-back spot for them because they don't lose three games in a row. They had dropped two straight. They were one and four in their last five. They were due for a blowout W, and they got that. But let's bring it back to the Costco sample size that you need to hear to make this purchase. The Bucks are 10 and 19 as a home favorite. Just to put that into perspective for you, the second worst record in the NBA as a home favorite. 10 and 19. And just one and five against the spread in their last six. Coming in against a Miami Heat team that is otherwise scorching. How much are they scorching? They're 9-1 straight up in their last 10 games. 9-1. Look at that Heat game against the Bulls the other day. The Bulls shot 24% from the three-point line. 24%. And what did the Heat also do? They shut down their best player. DeMar DeRozan had over 30 plus points in eight straight Bulls games. Historic run. He puts up 18 points against the Spolstra scheme and this defense. They play both sides of the ball. They're 35-26-1 against the spread, people. This Bucs team entering tonight's game 12-12 straight up, 9-15 against the spread. They're giving up 113.9 points per game defensively. All right, the Heat have allowed 107 or less in eight of the last 10 games, right around 103. That's a 10-point difference in defensive outings. This Heat team has also covered on this 9-1 straight-up run. 6-3-1 against the spread in their last 10. Putting up 113 and, of course, allowing 103. That's a plus 10-point differential in the plus-minus category. This Bucks team. You can't go in your last six games giving up 121 defensive points and go 2-4 and four and expect this to be championship basketball. I feel very good 
about taking the heat here. 6-0, and oh, oh, by the way, against the spread in their last six Wednesday games. Oh, yeah. Natty TV with it. And the Bucks 0-4 in their last four at home versus a team with a winning record on the road against the spread. As I mentioned, this Bucks team, this is all trends lining up for us to catch a W here, and I feel really good about it. The purchase is in. The Heat plus four and a half, and we dance on word. Now to our degenerate special. Okay, this is plus money. It's humble, but I really, really like it. Sixers double result at home hosting the Knicks. Win the half, win the game. James Harden, 20 plus points. Joel Embiid, 10 plus rebounds. It pays plus money. It's plus 151 on a FanDuel same game parlay. Harden 20 plus, Joel 10 plus boards. Sixers win the half, win the game. Let's get into most recently what we have for a beautiful, beautiful thing to look at, which is the Knicks dancing against the Sixers on Sunday. And the Sixers won the first quarter and they won the second quarter. And I was watching this with my family back in Southern California. 38-35 first quarter, 27-21 second quarter. Sixers won the first quarter and the second to take that nine-point halftime lead and never relinquish it. I heard Doc's interview after the first quarter. This was a Sunday ABC ESPN Natty TV game. He said, we cannot give up 35 points defensively. He went into the first quarter commercial Tightened up the D and the Knicks put up 21, 14 less in the second quarter. Rough third quarter, but they bounced back 34-20. What I'm saying is this. The Sixers team with the resurgence of James Harden, which let's not underestimate. Harden already came on the mic this morning talking about how the debut in Philly is going to be turnt. He brings up the word turnt like it's 2019 pre-pandemic. The Sixers team, their Austin Powers mojos all the way back. They've been dominant the second half of December onward. 21-7 and seven since mid-December. 17-11 and 11 against the spread with a plus six, plus minus from offense to defense. What are the Knicks? I'm in New York. The Knicks are dwindling. They're spiraling, Jerry. They're 3-15 and 15 straight up in their last 18. All right? That 125-109 loss. Listen, I've been on Knicks post pregame a couple times. I know the crew. I listen to them. They always shoot you straight. This Knicks team in the fourth quarter, if you learned about the plus-minus for this club on this 3-15 straight-up skid, it all comes down the fourth quarter. They don't know how to close games. You got this Sixers squad 2-0 against the spread. 129 points per game since the addition of Harden. And now let's get in to James Harden. Why is he getting over 20? Well, my goodness gracious. 
The man has only had a double-double and a triple-double, well over 20 points in both outings against the T-Bulls and the Knicks, respectively. And he's playing hard in basketball, which is the ball in his hands, dribbling it up the court, creating and playmaking. I mean, Harden and Embiid together put up 61 and 66 in their first two games, respectively. I mean, that's remarkable. Remarkable. Harden's averaging 8.7 free throw attempts in his career. And he got to the line in the last two games. Plentiful. How about Embiid getting to the line for the most times in his career, attempts and makes against the Knicks on Sunday? Harden's coming out shooting 57.7% from the field in his last two games. Just to put that into context, in his last 10 games as a net, he only shot above 50% twice. Harden is one of those guys that needs the good juju going for him to be dancing and firing on all cylinders. He is in the flow. He is the water. He is the wave. Plus 35, plus minus. Best of the season against the T-Wolves. And Bede was plus 25 in that game. Only the third time he's hit that number this year. Look. James Harden's going for over 20 tonight. In conclusion. And as far as Embiid, 10 plus boards, 29 in and out double doubles this season. He's averaging 11.1 boards. He is your favorite to win MVP. Eight double doubles. Eight double doubles in his last 10 games. And the two times he didn't get a double dub. Nine boards and nine boards. He's right there every single time. Now the Knicks do rebound the ball incredibly well. You saw Sims get 10 boards before halftime. Of course, Mitchell Robinson, Julius Randle, all guys capable of getting over 10 boards and taking away Embiid rebounds. But if you look at the sample we have, if you look at the track record, he will get over 10 plus boards. This is probably the hardest of the three legs to hit here. I expect the Sixers to dominate, dictate pace, dictate tempo, and win this game. But ultimately... It's going to come down to, can Embiid get us a double-dub? And I think he does. Nine boards on Sunday. But again, you look at his double-doubles in his last 10 games, and you have to, have to feel good that this man is going to pull it off. Period. Period. And now we dance to the prop shop. Ladies and gentlemen, Nikola Jokic. To record an Ice Cube triple-double at plus 120. The man comes into the game averaging 25, 13.8 boards and 8 Danny Dime assists. He's got the most double-doubles in the NBA at 49. That is all but six games on a double-double. And 16 triple-doubles. 16 triple-doubles this season. Remarkable. His stat line the other day in the 124-92 blowout. Oh, by the way, coming in rested two days off. He had 18 boards and 11 assists. Eight points. 
The only reason he didn't get a triple-double was because of points. Which again, this man doesn't go under 10 points virtually ever, ever in his last 10 games. In his last 10 games. Four. If he got that 10 points on Sunday, triple-doubles. So three triple-dubs. He had one against the Nets early Feb. He had one against Boston with 16 boards and 11 dimes. He had a 10-board, 11-assist game against Sacramento. The game before that, he had 12 boards and 9 assists, almost another one. And, of course, misses the triple-double by one point, by one basket, excuse me, against Portland. And tonight, well, it's no challenge. I, I, I mean, literally no challenge. They're going against Oklahoma City, and they're playing at home. And this Denver Nuggets team is 10-3 and three versus the Thunder against the spread in their last 13 games. I'm loving this. I am feeling stupendous. This defense for the Thunder is screwed. 102 points scored per game this Thunder team scores. 30th in the association. The only reason Jokic doesn't hit a triple dub, in my humble opinion, is if it's a blowout. But looking at the last time they danced, it was a 99-95 game. Now, Jokic went for 22, 18 boards, 6 assists in that one. Didn't get a triple-double, but that's okay. This is, for me, a little bit of law of averages. Danced against OKC multiple times this year. Hasn't hit a triple-double, but I am putting... My money on a guy that on two to three days off rested is going to come in and I see no reason why he won't ball. Jokic to get a triple dub plus 120 on FanDuel. Prop shop purchase of the day. And that's how we dance. Heat plus four and a half. FanDuel same game parlay. Sixers double result. Embiid 10 plus boards. Harden 20 plus points. And Jokic gets us a triple dub. 16 triple-doubles this season. 16, three in the last 10. He's getting it tonight, people. He's getting it. All right. Oh, and by the way, since the All-Star break, he's averaging a triple-double. He's averaging 17, 13, and 10. So he's averaging what we're firing on tonight. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow Again, subscribe, rate, review. If you're feeling generous, means a lot. Goes a long way. Let me know if you do. We'll reciprocate in some capacity. Thank you for tuning in. Shout out to Brums on the ones and twos. And as always, don't forget to hug your mothers. Ta-ta real smooth. The Volume.